0: Hey there, it's me, Malika. We have some great new episodes, including a couple of series coming up on The Take that we're really excited to share with you. But while we're working on those, we've been keeping an eye on developments to a few stories that have progressed since we last aired them. Today, we're bringing you an update on one of them, about a fight for police accountability and the music that provided its soundtrack.
1: Music has always been the soundtrack to every revolution.
0: Drea De is a singer, pianist, and music producer based in Buffalo, New
1: York. Like, even if you go back to a plantation, right, where you have enslaved persons, what got them through wasn't just merely faith. They actually literally sang. And today, Drea says, music is still central
0: to revolutions, to protest movements, to anti-violence campaigns. And she's one of the many artists writing songs for the moment. One of those songs has become an anthem for a specific fight for justice in Drea's hometown of Buffalo. Today, the story of that fight and an update on how it's progressed since we first aired this episode in January 2021. I'm Malika Bilal, and this is The Take. lyrics may strike a chord for you. If you've been following the anti-police brutality movement in the U.S. since May of 2020, you'll recognize the parallels between Treya's words and the story of George Floyd. He was killed when a Minneapolis police officer knelt on his neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. George called out for his late mother while he slowly suffocated to death and while other police officers failed to intervene. Now the song Mama Please, made by Drea Dinur, Chicago activist Rami Shashibi, and Louisville councilman Ja'Cory Arthur, has become a tribute to his memory. It also became an anthem for police reform. Mama Please is the musical beacon for something called Carriel's Law, a piece of legislation that requires that police officers intervene to stop colleagues from committing brutality. I sat down with Drea to talk about how the song and that movement got linked. This album, this love thing, is a collaboration between you and Chicago artist and activist Rami Nashashibi. He's the executive director of an organization called IMAN, the Inner City Muslim Action Network. So how did this collaboration come to be?
1: I am one of the artists on the Iman's artist roster, so Rami and I have known each other for about four years, and Rami sent a project to me, just an idea he had for a song, and he asked me to take a listen, and I did, and the way my gift works is, like, when I hear something, I either hear additional music and sounds to it, or I don't. In my when he sent it to me, I immediately connected to it and I I was in the studio at the time. And so I decided to record my vocals and I played the piano. And when I sent it back to him, I think he was just it moved him and inspired him to want to further develop that particular song and then inspired him to continue writing.
0: Rami says he was on a work trip when he got the voice memo back from Drea and inspiration hit immediately.
2: I went back to the hotel and saw a memo from Drea. Uh, She had happened to be at the end of a recording studio session and decided to give me the first iteration of a song on the album called "I'm I'm Down. I was so utterly and completely blown away by it, as was anyone I played it to. Um, that I knew we had something. Andrea immediately knew we had something. And lo and behold, uh, that process uh, just evolved, and one song kind of just led to the other.
1: Before you knew it, we had an album.
2: After a period of a year, we had nine songs and a full album that had an undergirding theme of, you know, these different expressions of love, spiritual love, and, you know, very... Intimate love, brokenness in love, celebration of love. And that's really the story of uh, how it evolved.
0: So, Mama Please is the first single off the album. Where did the inspiration for that song come from?
1: Rami wrote that song. I just helped to produce the music to that song. And he says he was definitely inspired by what happened to George Floyd. Rami started writing
0: Mama Please in May 2020, just after George Floyd was killed. The song's lyrics weave together some of George Floyd's last words with other stories as well. Like that of Breonna Taylor, a 26-year-old woman who police shot and killed in Louisville, Kentucky, in March of the same year. She was asleep in her bed at the time. In the song, Rami also mentioned injustices abroad.
2: The storytelling of Mama Please really begins with the first confrontation that I've ever had as a young person with military police type violence. And that, of course, is as a young Palestinian I visited family in the West Bank and Ramallah and strip-searched as a 10-year-old.
1: Little way to school
2: So start with the story of Little Mahmoud Boy, don't you move. and then, you know, transition, of course, to the gut-wrenching stories of young Latino children at the border being separated from their families, put in cages. Dogs off the leash. And from there, and linking it to the story of George Floyd, Brianna, and of course, I didn't write those lyrics Jacori Jacory Arthur. I mean, he wrote all those lyrics.
0: Jacory Arthur is an activist, professor of music, and now also a politician in Louisville, Kentucky. In January of 2021, he was sworn in as the city's youngest Metro Council member ever. But for the purposes of this discussion, he's first and foremost a hip-hop artist.
2: He sat with the song for two weeks while he was actually running for office and was meditating on the way to make the connection and just beautifully, I think, brings to life George Floyd's connection to Brianna Taylor to the stories of the young... Palestinian on the West Bank, or a young Latino kid in a cage, and to all human beings across the planet. I think was the intention of the song that although there is a dark and deep suffering and pain in the song, there's still a hopeful longing.
0: The lyrics of Mama Please cast a wide net. The song was triggered by events in the U.S., but the final product is global, and the lyrics are heavy. Drea says the song strikes a balance between mourning
1: and hope. I think it's important for people to know that we are experiencing this together. This grief, like we're grieving together. And so if we are to heal, it must be done together. And music can help us do that the way it always has. Like when African villages, that is how communication happened. It was through sound and movement, which we we call music. And so if you wanted to communicate to another village, you would start to, you would hear African drums and a certain drum would mean a certain thing. And so I think that this mode of communication that music is, is also our way of calling to the other villages to say, I hear you. I feel you. I'm grieving with you. And together we can heal.
0: So Mama Please was written in the spring of 2020, produced over the summer, and released in October of that year as the first single off the album This Love Thing. Along the same timeline, there was a growing push for the passage of Carriel's Law in Buffalo, New York, where Drea lives. It aims to hold Buffalo police officers accountable for each other, and is named after a former police officer and now activist named Cariel Horn. Cariel Horn says she was fired from the police department more than 10 years ago for intervening when a fellow officer was choking a handcuffed suspect.
1: Cariel Horn is still fighting to clear her name. Cariel Horn says the image of George Floyd dying at the hands of police is triggering.
0: For the past decade, Cariel Horn's life has consistently circled back to an incident that happened in 2006.
3: On November 1st, 2006, I stopped Gregory Kwiatkowski from choking Neil Mack.
0: Officer Horn, who is Black, Officer Kwiatkowski, who's white, and several other officers were called to the home of Neil Mack to resolve a domestic disturbance. Neil Mack is a Black man, and Karyl Horn was the only Black officer on the call.
3: There was an incident inside of the house where Gregory Kwiatkowski was punching Neil Mac in the face while he was handcuffed, and I helped push him out of the house. And once we got outside of the house and we were going to our vehicles, Gregory Kwiatkowski just turned Neil Mac around and started choking him. That's when I yelled to him, Greg, you're choking him thinking that his adrenaline was still going from whatever happened inside the house prior to me coming on the scene. And then once I grabbed his arm from around Neil Mac's neck, he punched me in the face. And then I tried to defend myself, and two officers got between us, and two officers pulled me back. Officer Horn says Officer Kwiatkowski punched her so forcefully that
0: she needed dental surgery afterwards. She also had to contend with a string of administrative charges from the police department.
3: I was charged with several different charges. Harassment, obstructing. Three charges were for me going on a public access show. But each of the charges were false.
0: The police department accused Officer Horn of endangering her colleagues by stepping in the way she did. They added more charges when she went on news shows to tell her side of the story. There was an investigation in which many of the officers gave conflicting testimonies. Then, Cariel Horn was fired. She says,
3: I mean, they were trying to cover up their wrongdoing and not cross that blue line of silence.
0: Gregory Kwiatkowski faced no charges or repercussions for his actions that day. In a separate case, he was sent to prison years later for using excessive force against four Black teenagers. For Officer Horn, the 15 years since that call at Neil Mack's home have been defined by two main fights, one that's personal and one that's societal. Both progressed over the past couple years with help from Drea De and Rami Neshashibi. Officer Horn's personal fight was for her pension, She was just one year away from receiving her full retirement fund. She fought and lost a legal battle for the pension in 2010. But last year, Iman, the group led by Rami, persuaded a Chicago law firm to help Officer Horn reopen the case. And then in April, 2021.
2: A former Buffalo police officer was granted eligibility for her lifetime pension after more than 12 years of legal battle
0: the New York State Supreme Court annulled Carriel's firing. The judge ruled she was entitled to her full pension, along with benefits and back pay. And he said that the legal system could, quote, at the very least be the mechanism to help justice prevail, even if belatedly, end quote. And her societal fight is for Carriel's law, which demands that officers intervene when they see their colleagues using deadly violence. It also requires that departments protect so-called good apples when they speak up. Officer Horn first started campaigning for the law years ago in her hometown of Buffalo. Andrea was inspired to join the cause
1: when she saw Officer Horn's response to George Floyd's death. I saw the way she was so hurt and distraught by George Floyd's murder. She created this video
3: and put it online. Hi, I've been trying to do this video for a minute now, but I keep getting teary-eyed. She was crying.
1: She couldn't even barely get through the video. It was so heartbreaking. I think about George Floyd and how he didn't have to die. And I was just like, man, we need a law because that would mandate that officers do what she naturally did. And if they didn't, there should be consequences for it.
0: So Drea joined the team of people helping make Cario's Law a reality in Buffalo and with the pension fight and legislative campaign both underway Drea and Romy invited Officer Horn to join their musical project as well
1: I asked Drea about that We were smack dab in the middle of this fight to get Carol's law passed and some of the leadership here in Buffalo had communicated publicly on you know some interviews that they've done all that they could do to help her and things like that and we didn't necessarily agree with that. We felt like she has a good chance of getting justice and she just needs some people to work with her to just and stay consistent with her to just really get it done. It was just like, if we're going to be pushing this song to get worldwide attention, then it just makes sense to just attach the national call for Carol's Law to this movement because it was all the same thing.
0: The Mama Please music video ends with a call for people to support Cariel's Law. It came out in early October. At the end of the month, the mayor of Buffalo signed the law into existence. But Officer Horn says her work is not over.
3: Myself and the Cariel's Law team have talked to uh, people in different cities, so we would like to have Cariel's Law become a national law or a federal law. But we're working now to have it pushed as a state law in several different states.
0: Drea and Rami hope their song helps gain traction for the National Karyos Law movement or helps sway specific states to pass the legislation. They also invited Officer Horn to be in the music video itself. Throughout the last minute of the song, you see her marching, posing with other activists, holding her grandchildren. Drea says she and Rami wanted to honor Officer Horn as a person,
1: not just a symbol. Rami often says that we're really good at hashtagging people after they've passed, but to actually honor somebody, honor the living legacy of somebody while they're still alive, is such a beautiful offering. So that's why I believe we were able to do by dedicating this song to her and then actually putting her in the video with some of her children and grandchildren is something that she'll always have.
0: Let's talk about the video because... I watched it and I got chills. And then I watched it again because I, I almost couldn't believe what I was seeing. It just It's so powerful. On the one hand, I feel as cliched as this sounds. My heart was soaring watching it. But then on the other hand, I feel almost depleted. Like it's, very, it's hauntingly sad as well because it is the reality of life in America for so many Black people. So what was that like for you?
1: And when you saw the finished product, what did you think? I just felt like it was powerful when I watched it. I'm like, this is a powerful video, and this is a timely video, and this needs to get out right now. That's what that was my first thought. This is really powerful, and I was just happy that I could be a part of like such an important time in history
3: of tears that's my mama years that's
1: the that's my mama I want to make music that people feel healed by like when you feel heartbroken like what do you listen to I know God gave me this gift and I'm very honored that I can offer up a sound that is healing to people and that's what I, I'm told constantly that The music is healing for people. See, sometimes people can't heal because they don't know how to say this hurts and this is where it hurts and this is why it hurts. You know, and so that's what I do through my music. And I think when you can acknowledge the source of the pain and the depth of the pain, then I think you can begin to take steps to heal. And I believe that my gift was given to me to help aid that process.
0: So finally, where can people find the album and how can they support Carriol's cause?
1: The This Love Thing album is streaming everywhere. So you can go to our website, which is thislovething.com. There's a link right at the top that tells you, uh, you can watch the video there. You can uh, find links to our album there as well. And there's a national cause for Cariel's Law. So if you want to join that, join the petition, join our emailing list, you can go to Carriolslaw.com.
0: And that's The Take. This episode was produced by Priyanka Tilvey, Nagin Oliay, and me, Malika Bilal, with help from Dina Kispe, Alexandra Locke, Amy Walters, and Nay Alvarez. Tom Finton is our story editor. Aya El-Milek is our engagement producer. Alex Roldan is our team's sound designer, especially important for music episodes like today's. And Stacey Samuel is The Take's executive producer. We'll be back.